0: Well, markets are a little more optimistic today with the earnings season off to a good start in the U.S., although equities are generally down over there. We've seen oil prices shoot up, though. The Aussie dollar also riding high, and bond yields are back on the rise a little. Aussie employment numbers are out today after a stellar consumer confidence read yesterday. And today, retail sales for the U.S. It's Thursday. It's the 15th of April, 2021. It's the Morning Call from NAB. Good morning. Well, the US dollar is down again. It fell 0.2% to the lowest in a month, whilst the Aussie dollar racing ahead at 1.1%, way more than the pound or the euro, which are both up around a quarter percent. We're seeing a return to the rotation in stocks. The Nasdaq is down 1%. The Dow is up a little. The S&P 500 also down 0.4%, but Goldman Sachs was up 3%. Morgan Stanley more than 2% up. That gives you an idea of where the money's going. And 10-year Treasury yields are back on the rise, but only up two basis points, actually bigger Rises in most European 10 year yields and a huge leap in oil. Brent is up 4.3%, over $66 a barrel now. And today, David DeGaris, Director Economics for Markets at NAB in Melbourne, just about to jump on a plane back to the UK. Uh, look, it's hardly surprising, is it, Dave, that uh, shares are down a bit because they hit record highs, of course, uh, we saw yesterday. And, you know, being a bit of moderation, a bit of rebalancing. We're going from
1: techs to the cyclicals like banks and utilities again. Yes, yes. So, when, when you look at the market overall, uh, you, you're exactly right. The, the NASDAQ is um, is down a bit today. So, there's a bit of rotation out of those tech stocks. Uh, the S&P is down, what, one quarter of a percent so far, and the NASDAQ's down three quarters of a percent. As you said, the banks have generally been doing well after those three big banks mm. uh, reported today, JP Morgan, Goldman, Goldman's, and uh, and Wells Wells Fargo. Yeah, good results, weren't um, they, as well? Like JP Morgan, I've, Fourteen point three billion. Beat the market. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, they all beat the market, and it's just a way of the market's interpreting, you know, the outlooks. I mean, JP Morgan shares look like so far they're down on the day, but um, hmm. no, 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 very, very good results for the quarter. And, uh, you know, what we're seeing in the currency space and and in uh, sovereign bond yields today is certainly part of the reflation trade, Phil. So, Aussie uh, finding its way above 77 cents, Kiwi 71, nearly 71.5 cents, and the US dollar pulling back and bond yields nudging back up a bit um, on both sides of the Atlantic. So, the growth story is there. All prices are up and the Fed beige books, you know, telling us that... um, Telling us that U.S. US uh, economic activity is, is coming back, reopening in there in their mod- in their in its modest, descriptive way. It was a bit
0: of a triple hit, wasn't it, for oil? Because, I mean, first of all, yeah, there's that enthusiasm that things are improving. Then uh, OPEC raised its its forecast for oil in the second half mm. of the year as well, earlier in the week. Mm. And uh, then we had greater than expected reduction in yes. uh, in the stocks as well. So, uh, yes. three reasons why. Uh, and I guess, you know, when we look at all of that, uh, we'll be looking at US retail sales as well uh, today, and also China's Q1 GDP tomorrow as well, because, I mean, both of those could have an impact on the, on the broader markets and also could... You you know, perhaps push oil up even higher.
1: Absolutely. And certainly part of the reopening story, we've seen that, you know, US people are traveling more mm. uh, now that the vaccination rollout is uh, is proceeding pace at a pre- pretty good pace. So certainly the US and the UK are ahead of the game on that front. Um, that was noted in the... Um, The beige book as well, and it's sort of feeding through into the oil story. So it's sort of closing the loop, really, isn't it? So we're going to we're going to see tonight about US retail sales in the month of March, and um, just remember that after the six hundred dollar stimulus payments last December, you know, US retail sales jumped eight and a half percent in January, and um, now that quite a lot of those, quite a lot of the households received the fourteen hundred dollar. Checks in march not all of them some of them in april but um you know that's that's cumulative uh, boost to the economy potential boost to the economy of over 400 billion dollars yeah, so yeah i mean it's not all going to be spent um people will use it for all sorts of reasons that keep some of it to the side you know when they go on holidays um savings pay down debt and so forth but um yeah two and a half times the size of um Six hundred dollar payment. Yeah, so the it. market's expecting another pretty tidy number tonight. There's but um,
0: going to be an awful lot of economics textbooks written about this point in our history, isn't there? I mean, <laughs> my the, word. Looking at the U.S. versus the rest of the world, and who got it right. And look, you mentioned the beige book a couple of times now. I, I always find it very hard to get excited about anything that is beige. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, this was pretty good. Could wasn't be, it could be called the
1: bright. I think maybe change the name to the bright red or the yeah, green I think book so. Yeah, the, like the glowing red book. The yeah. beige yeah. book. Exactly. The beige book doesn't
0: sort of it doesn't fill do it for me.
1: No. Immediate enthusiasm. But, I
0: mean, there was a reason to be enthusiastic this time. So all regional Fed banks reported economic growth uh, and uh, nine said, you know, they're expecting uh, moderate growth. Uh, I think one was saying uh, very
1: strong growth. Yes. Goodness, they're out on a limb there. So... (laughs) You know, noted. You know, the two things I think the market's really interested in now. One is uh, the employment situation in the US, which is coming back, yeah. uh, noting uh, growth in manufacturing, construction, leisure, and hospitality, particularly so it's tourism coming back, um, and widespread increases of uh, in in selling prices, but. A lot of margin pressure there as well, Phil. So yeah. you know, cost rises going up. Well, that's, up. that's so, interesting because that, that's we saw, the inflation story. It isn't is, it? and
0: it's what we saw in the NAB business survey, wasn't it, earlier in the week? That the businesses Indeed. with the input prices were going up, but it wasn't getting passed on to the consumer. I mean, the, you know, so, so at the time, that must mean that uh, that they're expecting it, it. It is transitory because they'd be saying, "Well, okay, we'll just sw-, either they think the consumer's not going to buy if they push the price up, or they think." It's transitory, and we'll just swallow the cost, and uh, those input prices will go down again. Which one do you reckon? Well,
1: well, yeah. I mean, that's the two things that are going on here. One is the you know the already um, stressed supply chains around the world, and the other, of course, is the boost from the reopening and the stimulus payments and so forth, mm. feeding their way and lifting demand to an already stretched supply chain. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, there may well be margin pressure. Well, that seems to have been the case so far, but also some price rises. But we know that central banks will be looking through this, but how the market is able to deal with it will be something else. Is it all transitory? Might some of it spill over into next year and beyond? Um, you know, the, it, we're dealing with, as you said, when the textbooks are written on this, um, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting case of yeah. very aggressive fiscal and monetary policy and the, and the economic response to that from a pandemic and, We've never lived through this before, really. No, exactly. Jerome Powell uh, said we once again the
0: U.S. was at uh, an inflection point. He was talking at the Economic Club of Washington. He said, on the one side, you got faster than expected jobs growth, but also the pandemic risks, which you can't ignore, given that uh, there were seventy six thousand one hundred twenty uh, cases reported in the U.S. today, which is up from sixty one and a half thousand the day before. I know it's you know it's, it's dangerous to just look at day to day, but mm. those numbers are still large considering. They're rolling out the vaccine so fast, and the numbers probably not coming down in the UK as much as they'd like, are they?
1: No, but um, in the uh, I think part, there's there's a couple of things going on. We know know the situation is not uniform across the various states of the US. So you know you've got some of the states that are still you know quite um, cold weather conditions, and and COVID does well in that. Uh, the vaccination rollout hasn't been completely uniform, so some states are still. Struggling with the the vaccine vaccine rollout there, but generally speaking, the numbers on mortalities and hospitalisations and the like, which is the the, the really important ones, still coming down. That still seems to be the situation in the uh, in the UK as well. Although you've got more of a, a uniform rollout across the UK than the US. Phil. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: Aussie consumer confidence the highest yesterday since August 2010. And, mm. and just think back to how confident we all were in August 2010 <laughs> and uh, this is at a time of course when you know we knew about the winding down of the job keeper and the the job seeker yes. supplement but we seem to exactly. think that's fine uh, there's the enthusiasm and a belief that jobs are going to be there
1: indeed so uh, consumer sentiment up another 6.2% i mean if uh, the survey reported it as an extraordinary result so, mm. you know, if 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 it dipped a bit, you wouldn't have been surprised, Phil, you know, with the ending of JobKeeper. But, you know, lining up all of the labour market indicators we've seen, and they've all been accelerating into March. And we've seen another reminder of that this morning with the SEEK job ads release up 10.3%, uh, you know, to the highest level in the 23 plus years of uh see tabulating their numbers and and the strongest growth in hospitality and tourism, healthcare and trades and services. So those sorts of sectors again. So, uh, you know, consumers, you know, seeing better times for their family finances and for the economy ahead. So the economy is, you know, it's all about management of the pandemic, which has been, Kept to almost zero in 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 Australia, so and um, the economy is responding from the from the fiscal stimulus and the re- market reopening, which has been pretty quick. And the labour market numbers continue have continued to surprise on the positive side. The question is, of course, will today's numbers get be a, be another positive surprise? And that's what we think that um, employment will be stronger than consensus, which is running at about thirty five thousand jobs. Um, and a 0.1 percent reduction in the unemployment rate. We think you know, that the unemployment's more likely to rise, you know, fifty-five thousand, and see another 0.2 percent off the unemployment rate, which would take it down a cumulative three quarters of a percent from just two months ago. So things are changing pretty quickly, Phil.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The lucky country all over again, isn't it? Well, it is for now, provided we can get the vaccines rolled Indeed. out. But so you are going to leave all that consumer com all that all that Aussie confidence uh, is going to be uh instilled in you, then you're going to jump off on a plane and you're going to jump off at Heathrow and it will have all gone uh, in a <laughs> couple of days. <laughs> So uh, let's look at New Zealand. Uh, also doing the uh, New Zealand dollar, Kiwi dollar, also up today. I agreed yeah. along with the Aussie dollar. Uh, the RBNZ yesterday. Uh, I mentioned that they met really just as a recognition of the fact that they did meet because uh, it didn't really make much difference. They didn't really have too much to
1: say, did they? No, their their the statement was expected to be almost a repeat of the February statement, and that in fact transpired. So mm. keeping the- I hope they changed the date. I hope they I hope they didn't keep February on. I hope they at least changed it. <laughs> They um so that they're keeping the you know the accommodation taps wide open. Um they want to keep, you know, current market pricing. They seem to have been reasonably successful uh, in that. And they're even noting that they're prepared to cut rates further if needed. But um, you know, I mean the market is not expecting that, of course. But There was no, uh, the the RBNZ certainly didn't blink from um, what is, you know, the the emerging better story on New Zealand, even if some of the numbers recently have been a little bit choppier, but we saw that um, business survey earlier this week. You know, showing increase in selling price intentions and a, and a returning labour market. So mm. that's all been positive. And a great
0: day for Bitcoin today and, and for Goodness. Coinbase, which listed on the NASDAQ. Their, their prices uh, soared. Bitcoin got up to just under 65,000 uh, from around 30,000 at the end of January. I mean, obviously, we, you can be assured it's going to double every few months like that, isn't it? Well, Forever. It, it, Nothing to worry about there. It's it, it, <laughs> sarcasm, by the it, way. For anyone who it, thinks no, that's a natural NAB really. forecast... <laughs> <laughs> it's, added, it's added
1: another dimension hasn't it to the nasdaq so um and uh it's 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 it, the interesting thing is the nasdaq has been following bitcoin since its open mid-session so um coinbase is um you know opened stronger at what 430 dollars or thereabouts uh been down to less than 320 and currently trading at 330 or thereabouts, So the NASDAQ's come off on, on the back of that. But stocks generally, um, S&P 500 is, uh, has held up better. And as we were speaking about the banks earlier, felt mm. the cyclical stocks doing better energy as well. Well, it's a uh, Coinbase has thrown a cow amongst the pigeons, isn't it? That's for sure. That's it for today. Thank you,
0: Dave. Enjoy your flight. We'll catch you again on the other side. Um, that's will. it for this Thursday morning. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. See you tomorrow.